Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So welcome to the Wonder Podcast. You. This is our first one. I know. I'm so excited. I know. So nervous. <laughs> um, okay. So how did we meet Sam? Oh, I'm Rihanna and that's Sam. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we won't all give you our last names. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we like our privacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did we meet? Well, we both were working at a restaurant. Yes. Yes. In, do we say location works? Yeah. In Cronulla. Yeah. Um, and I just moved here. <laughs> we just moved to the big city. Yeah. Um, I really like the first time you like came into work and you were like the happiest person <laughs> alive. And I was like, oh, I hate that girl. This person's really annoying. I was just like, Fuck, she's happy. so happy. <laughs> and then you were talking to me about, um, you said something about feminism and I was like, oh, we're actually going to be friends. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah, right. I actually like this girl. <laughs> it had to take so much effort then. And then we like, and then we like, Totally, our whole friendship just went to books. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then I found my book soulmate. And then we bonded over Kendrick Lamar. You got me onto Kendrick. <gasps> yes. And I just have never looked back. <laughs> never looked back. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is our true crime podcast. Mm -hmm. And every week, one of us is going to tell the other one a true crime story from mm -hmm. other Australian true crime or other new true crime. We're going to limit ourselves to what we like. Yeah. Um, to, so I'm going to tell a story to Sam mm -hmm. about true crime mm -hmm. and then she's going to react like yeah. she has no idea what's happening. <laughs> and then she's going to do it back to me and I'm going to be like, <laughs> the structure is very sound. <laughs> it's, it's a masterpiece yeah. in working. We're definitely, um, we're definitely going to do well. So yeah. we met like, and then we kind of became friends over books and mm. music and then we, made a short film together which mm -hmm. I wrote and direct and Sam starred in because Sam's a lovely actress oh, just, not even just a lovely actress <laughs> and um then we've just been dying to do something creative mm. together for like three years so long how long have we known each other now shit 2015 I think wow yeah that's just like flown by <laughs> and um we need to try and do something creative. So we've always wanted to like write mm. something together, but we're mm. both like constantly busy. Yeah. Yeah. I like, wait, we just can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we, um, we found out that like each other really like true crime. Oh God. So that much. moment was like, yeah, <laughs> it was beautiful. That was like, I, cause I don't remember what we were talking about. I think it was, oh, you can hear Piccolo in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's like talking about, sharing stories about your first crush or something, but instead we were talking about, like, our first murders that we became obsessed with. Yeah, that's right. We were like, hey, have you ever... Because I think it was something like... Um, oh, God, what was it? I was telling you about something and you were just like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I can talk to somebody else about this. It's like a magical feeling. It was so intense and I'm sure it was in the past at the restaurant where we're like waiting in between serving tables and shit we just yeah. come and talk about something like so absolutely depressing yeah. <laughs> middle of service and just go out there and be like hey how's all your night going yeah, great hey, you want some steak yeah yep. great cool <laughs> oh god waitressing I feel like everyone should do waitressing once uh yeah because it like is very yeah. you hear that <laughs> hear that in bird in the background Singing along. We have um my lovely fiance Steve on you. checking the sound. 
He's doing nothing. <laughs> just say, he's just, Mr. Cool. Oh, he's, he took the clock down because the clock was ticking. Oh, that's great. Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm so unaware of sound. I've just never – like I love how you're able to pick up all these different sound things and I'm just like, oh, I'm listening to you. Tell a story. <laughs> this is really great. We're really close. <laughs> I know. <laughs> On the couch, we're like, hey. Hey. How you doing nice. up there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, yeah, and then – We've just been friends and like mm. then we constantly just talk about crime. I don't think we talk about anything else. Mm. And it, and something crazy happens is our text change like mm. crazy. And we're just like, oh my God, it was definitely this guy. <laughs> um, and then like we thought we'd just do a podcast about some of our favorite Australian true crime stories. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe hopefully down the road we'll be able to interview some people and talk mm, to some people who so in, with this were involved in. Yeah. But just for now, we've only got facts from the internet. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> I use the word facts loosely. They're not facts. So this week I decided I'd go first because I'm a control freak and Ooh. I couldn't let Sam go first. No, this is great. You're setting up the structure and yes. everything. And then I can just follow this to a T next week. Yes. Okay. So we called the podcast Wanda, like Wander Off the Beaten Track, but because my first ever true crime, my true love of true crime Piccolo <laughs> <laughs> just sneezing in the background I have a dog who is definitely sick <laughs> but um she's she's fine I think she's just allergic to everything like myself yeah which is so wonderful yeah she's just allergic. I see myself in this dog <laughs> so the Wonder Beach murders was my first like love I think like when I think about true crime I always come back to this story because it was so crazy but also it's like I don't know like I had a neighbor who said something weird to me about it once so I remember like coming to his house and he was like we were watching the special the um true the crime investigation Australia tv show was on uh, do you remember it's like probably it was like early 2000s and it's really bad Right, and there's like a host, and then they sort of yeah, revisit. But it's like the newscaster host. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Oh God, Ray Martin. Is it? Yes, I think it is Ray yeah. Martin. <laughs> vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. Um. So he's like hosting this show, and then the Wonder Beach murders. They're talking about that case, hmm. and my neighbor was like, "I know the guy who did that." What? You know what you like? <laughs> How? I do, like. I was like 16 at the time and I remember looking at him and being like, nope. <laughs> nope. Why are you in our living room again? Uh, he was like, I was at his house because I was dating his foster child that lived there. Oh, okay. And you know when you live in dodgy places? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was just a really dodgy situation and then he kind of was like, I know the person who did that and like kind of exclaimed this thing, which he was obviously lying. Like yeah. he clearly didn't know who that yeah. was. But um, it was just like I just was like researched that case. Like I went home, I ended up like mm. going home the afternoon, and I just looked up everything. And now I'm like, mm. oh, it's an expert. And then I moved to Cronulla <laughs> and worked just conveniently, like within hundred meters, hundred right? meters of the Wonder Beach, yeah. like sand dunes where all this went down. Crazy. So, uh, if you've never been to Cronulla, uh, which you probably have heard of Cronulla because there was those race riots there. Oh, yeah. In like 2005. 2005? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they had like the well, little side note when we were working at the restaurant, there was this really 
disgusting woman. And uh, uh, in 2015, we were sort of serving her table and she was like, oh, are you guys going to commemorate the 20, 2005 riots? What? Yeah, she wanted to commemorate it. And we were like, why the fuck would we want to commemorate something so horrible? And she's like, yeah, you should serve like Vegemite sandwiches or something, something Australian. And we're like, get out of this restaurant if you didn't spend so much money here. <laughs> It's just the subtext of like, get out, but also you spend money and you might tip me. So I need you to be. <laughs> she was a good tipper too. Oh, I bet she was. Those white supremacists are really good tippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Cronulla is kind of like a weird place in the sense that it's, um, I guess it's a, it's a very beach community. It's beach town. It, like in the 70s, I imagine it was mm. like, just like hard to get to and kind of mm. it was probably full of a lot of immigrants because in in like the 60s after world war ii we took in two million immigrants from just germany alone mm. um after the war and then we took immigrants from the rest of europe who were kind of from like fascism and stuff like that who mm. were trying to escape that so they would all all the immigrants would go to wollongong and Wollongong's about an hour away from Cronulla. So they, like, eventually would just settle up the coast. Um, <laughs> I can't get over people sneezing. Um, and the same thing happened for Marianne Smith. So her family were uh, German. They are from West Germany. And they ended up in a hostel in Wollongong after the Second World War. And then uh, about in 1963 is when they first moved here. Mm. And then they settled in Ride. Ride is, like... Northern, Western Sydney? I don't know. <laughs> I've been to Ride. I just don't, like, who would It's live? like over the bridge, right? North and over the bridge. It's right over the bridge. Actually, I, yeah. I don't know. Geography in Sydney is pretty terrible. Yeah, I'm like, I never know where anything is. And then people are like, do you not know where Ride is? <laughs> I was watching Sam try to, like, fix her mic stand. <laughs> Sorry. So bad with technical stuff. It's okay. fine. It's like slowly drooping um so her family had four five kids and then they all settled in ride Mm. and her dad died of hodgkin's disease oh shit which is like what is that disease i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i did not google that (laughs) that's right (laughs) these are facts and if you know what that is tell us we have a fan base yeah Yeah. tell us tell us (laughs) i don't know what hodgkin's disease is it sounds awful um so, like, after a year of, like, being in Ride, her dad dies. And then, mm. um, so Marianne Smith starts hanging out with her neighbour, Christine Sham- Shadrock. Shadrock. Shadrock? I'm going to call her Christine from now on. Her name right. is Christine. Christine. So Christine and Marianne are, like, twins. Everyone says this about them. They, mm. like, become, <laughs> they become really good friends. Sorry, the dogs. That's, like, so distracting. Um... <laughs> And you know, like when you're 14, like they were 14, 15. So they would have been like the best of friends. Like mm. that's like, that's pure. That's like a relationship yeah. that you can never have again. Yeah. Cause you're like, you're so young and yeah. they both like, they both have lost their dads. So mm. uh, Christine's dad had died in an accident and then Marianne had lost her dad and her mom was like a single mom mm. from West Germany yeah. living in Australia just like trying to make money for her five kids. I mean, mm, fucking awful. Been awful. But Christine is interesting. Her she lived with her grandmother in West Ride next door to the um the Smith family. Um, 
after her dad died and her mum remarried and her mum was living in Seven Hills. Seven Hills, that's another place. That's like in the Hills District. Oh, okay. North again? North Sydney. Mm. Um, And like it was Christine's choice. She chose to go live with her grandmother rather than live with her mum. So I feel like there was probably some sort of tension between her and her mum. Yeah. Was she the eldest? Uh, She was the only child. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she went to live with her mum. And so um, they were like, became really good friends. They lived next mm. door to each other. They both had like a matching experiences of like, mm. they were having their dads die. So they probably extremely close. Mm. Very sad. Um, but they were like obsessed with beach culture. <laughs> so I, I watched this thing. <laughs> uh, if you go onto like the ABC website, you can like watch this thing about Australian beach culture. Oh, okay. And in the sixties, I, I was going to say yeah, in the sixties. And there's like this little like old news article, and it's this one like dude. <laughs> he's got like round glasses on, and he's just talking to this surfer guy, and he's like, "How long have you been uh, traveling out the country?" He's like, "I don't know, like five months." <laughs> and it, the dude just clearly doesn't give a fuck. He just like <laughs> needs the money. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "I'm on TV, I need the money." <laughs> but surfers were kind of painted as these like rebels uh-huh. who wouldn't like go and do a um nine to five job oh yeah 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 because they were like no i'm just gonna like take some waves bro <laughs> so they're like and like and that was sitting in with society yeah they what were, they wanted they just wanted to like mm. chill yeah um, probably smoke some weed and <laughs> probably like 60 so i yeah. imagine they smoked a lot of weed <laughs> so it was like kind of like this new age thing came out of the 50s so like the beach boys were huge mm. um this australian cop had written this song about surfing and apparently that was really massive at the time what yes an australian cop he was like <laughs> and it's it's a bad song i don't remember the name of the song and i'm sure i don't know oh my gosh so, we should make an intro out of it i, I don't think we can afford the world <laughs> for that not. that 1964 <laughs> yeah. song he was like put my surfboards on my feet or something and you're oh, like oh no no <laughs> no and like it all came like up like i guess the americanization mm. of like Australia so like surf culture is like so big Mm. so so in like both their diaries Mm. the girls had written about like surf boys and they how like they found them quite attractive also random fact they like apparently peroxide like bleach to dye your hair yeah was like a massive seller in the oh, 60s really? because all the boys were like bleaching their hair oh no way Can you imagine how ugly that would <sighs> well there was even this thing i remember my mum saying i mean she grew up in the 70s but i think it was probably the same in the 60s uh that they used to get lemon and rub it on their hair yes. and go out in the sun and they would think that would have a similar effect to like bleaching the hair i don't know if it did shit i think it would just walk around smelling like lemon with like Pops no, because like the acid, right? Would, oh, like true. I don't know. Yeah, don't, I've never tried it. I've never put lemon in my head. Stay tuned. Yeah. Next week, we'll, <laughs> we'll lem- get back on that. Yeah, in winter, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna work wonders. <laughs> um, so the girls had been to Cronulla Beach quite often, mm. and Cronulla Beach is kind of divided into two sections. So there's like main Cronulla Beach, which is like you walk down from the park and you go onto Cronulla Beach. Oh yeah, like uh, North. No, that's South Cronulla Beach. Oh, is that South Cronulla yeah, Beach? I think so. I'm so wrong. No, well, I think Northeast and I think North Cronulla Beach. Right. And then the park is South. And then further down, you've got Ulura and then Wanda. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, they go down to Cronulla Beach. They yeah. take the train in and they've done this like a couple of times over the summer. So it's mm. like 
summer holidays and they've got nothing to do because like ride must be super boring mm. it's rides boring now oh god yeah i can't imagine ride <laughs> in the 60s being any more exciting so they go down to um cronulla beach and they've been do- doing that like all summer so they were meant to go on the 9th of jan they went to go down there but it'd been raining oh. randomly yeah and then um they made plans to take like those two girls plus all the siblings, like Marianne's siblings. She had four siblings. She had two younger brothers and two younger sisters, I believe. And her mum's in hospital. So she, they ask like Christine's grandmother if it's cool, if like mm. the two older girls can take all the siblings down to Cronulla. Mm. So on the 11th of January, 1964, five, 1965, I should have written that somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> they um, set off from the house and they head to Cronulla Beach from Ride. Now, to get to Cronulla from Ride at the time, you took the train from Ride to Redfern and then you transferred at Redfern over to Cronulla. Mm. So they, um, the little brother came forward and said, on the train, the girls were talking to somebody on the train, but like mm. another boy who was like their age. Oh, okay. Was he a surfer dude? I think that's it. Like he was a bit of a surfer dude. Right, right. Um, Which like isn't un usual for like teenage girls that like meet someone on the train yeah how many times i like (laughs) met someone on the train (laughs) which you should never do don't talk to people (laughs) not now like i would never do that now yeah no because i know too much yeah but like when you were like 14 you sort of have that like you said like those sort of you know sparkly eyes like and you don't really know how shit the world really is no and you're just like oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. talk to you on the train. Yeah, and if he was even if he was like a year older, it's like ooh, an older boy. So maybe yes. that was even more of an intrigue. Yeah, totally. And they yeah. like you know, yeah, that's like all you think about. You know, fourteen. You're like, I'm gonna have to think about boys <laughs> constantly. So they get off at Cronulla and they head down to the beach, but the beach is closed because it's so windy, mm. which would have been awful. So they go down to another part of the beach where there's just rocks. So I'm guessing that's like the the bit between like North Cronulla and South Cronulla, you know where the rock pool is now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, like, hung out down there. And Wolfgang, best name. <laughs> is that an actual name? Yeah, Wolfgang. Who is Wolfgang? Wolfgang is Marianne, uh, Marianne's brother, younger brother. brother. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Best name. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen proves. Yeah. Um, they, they walk down to the beach and then they're, like, sitting on the rocks and – they see that like they Wolfgang's like I'm gonna go swimming anyway, and they're like okay whatever because it's like super windy. So how old is he? Is the he's one? like nine, nine at the time? Okay, right, cool. And he like jumps in the water, and he's like kind of paddling around in like the shallow part of the mm. water. But they see another guy down there crabbing, which is not unusual because there's lots of like crabs. And in yeah. Cronulla, I've seen lots of people like spearfishing and crabbing mm. along like like further up to. Um, Oak Park if you go around those rock areas you can crab down there Yeah, but he had like a homemade spear and like a knife in his belt how old was this guy they're saying like he was like a teenager oh he's a teenager so he's not like some random 50 year old dude just hanging out on the beach no it's like another teenager okay who's like crabbing and stuff right and then um, they're all like hanging out and they decide to have like a picnic right but and they all like lay down and like Marianne, who's like obviously, if I had to like, I don't know any information about them because like it's hard to get get a gasp of their personality over mm. face, over like anything I found online. But it sounds like Marianne was like the like the nice one. 
Not the nice one. There always is though, right? There's, There's like, always the one that's slightly more bitchy and the other one that's like... Or one that's like more like brave and like like yeah, a, the bad influence. Yeah. Not like saying she did anything wrong. I'm no, just saying no. she was just like me when I was a teenager. I was like, yeah. we're bad. Yeah. <laughs> I could do my own thing. So Christina like takes off by herself at one point mm. while the other guys are like sitting down and eating their food. So that's important. She like walks off by herself and whatever else. Mm. And then like out, which is weird. Yeah. I wonder, did, is there any reports that she had encountered anyone on that? No one has any, like or? there's no witness as to like where she would have gone. But like Cronulla still had that, like those shops that are kind of like on the beach. Mm. They still had those then. So where like all the restaurants and aren't. Yeah. You know, like the little, like under the lifeguard tower, there's like that little beach cafe thing that's been there since 60s no way okay so maybe she's gone to get food Food. or something but she didn't have any money on her oh this is strange so she's like walked off toilet maybe maybe she just like went to the bathroom for a long time yeah yeah everyone does that um so like christine's walked off by herself and then like one o'clock they decide to go for a walk around the sand dunes Mm. which is weird Mm. so if it's if we're assuming that the beach was closed, that the weather was pretty rough that day too. Yeah, it would be like so windy. It makes no sense to go like walking around sand dunes. Yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, why? Mm. And it's funny because Christine earlier that day said to her grandmother, I can't wait to walk around the sand dunes again. Mm. So. Maybe they'd gone there previously or met someone there. That's the thing, like who the Sorry, no. (laughs) And not just because I'm lazy. (laughs) I hate walking. um, Just like, it's such a weird thing to go do. It's like, I'm going to walk around the sand dunes. Especially if like, I know a lot of people go sort of boogie boarding or whatever down the sand dunes, but wouldn't you come prepared with a board or something? Yeah, that's that's actually quite true. So if they prepared to go to the sand dunes, wouldn't they have something or like a piece of cardboard or something that... They would like slide down the yeah. dunes in. Maybe. Because otherwise it's not so much fun. You would just eat shit if you were trying to like just walk around the dunes. Yeah, it's weird. And they're like, they're quite hilly and it's quite mm. a lot. So they they walk from Cronulla Beach to Wonder Beach, which is a reasonable walk. It's about 4Ks Yeah, to walk over there. So they walk through the sand dunes and the kids are like, no, I'm not going any further. So the younger bros. Yeah, the younger brothers and sisters were like, it's windy mm. it's really gross i want to stop here so they stop like about i think it's like 400 meters from the wonder beach surf club mm-hmm. like in the dunes like just to take cover and um the conditions are super bad and the girl's like okay you guys stay here um but we're gonna go over to we're gonna go and grab our bags and then we'll come back and get you Mm. and we'll all go home mm. because like the conditions are so bad mm. but as they start to walk off they go the opposite way why i don't know <laughs> it makes no sense but wolfgang do they get lost maybe no they... because they like they were walking like in a pretty straight line mm. and they obviously they just so like say they're heading i know what's a direction west <laughs> yeah <but>. sure <laughs> so they're heading like left (laughs) but like you know like to Mm. walk back you'd have to go like right back to where you came from but the girls were like so they kind of walked up Mm. to kind of move over it and maybe they were walking up to go around yeah but it does make a lot of sense to why they would go the opposite way Mm. so 
Wolfgang is like, girls, you're going the wrong way. Because Wolfgang is like kind of the badass of this story. <laughs> so he has such a great name. <laughs> no, I'm going to swim in the water if I want to swim in the water. Yeah. No, let's yeah. go this way. See that crabbing guy? Weird. <laughs> and then as he's like walking, as they're walking away, Wolfgang kind of notices that he sees the crabbing guy. Again. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. With his pots or without them? By himself? By himself. Ooh. Which obviously... Did he ca- follow them? Well, yeah. And he's like kind of harassing them as they're like walking off into the dunes. Yeah. And then like... And then they kind of like... The kids just sit around there until five o'clock. And then they're like, no. Like, mm. we're just going to go home. So yeah. they walk all the way back to Cronulla. They mm. find their bags, which are completely undisturbed. So they like kind of stash their bags yeah. in, like, a rock. And then they eat a rock. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Just like, <laughs> 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 yeah, rocks just do that. Um, <laughs> so they stash their bags and they grab them and they kind of just head back to North Ride. And obviously, mm. like, they're so young. The kids are, like, you know, between, like, the ages of four and 11, I think. Wow, I did not know that they were this young. Yeah, and they were so, like... Imagine how scared you'd be waiting in the dunes. Your sister hasn't come back. And, like, she's obviously quite responsible. Oh, wait, fuck. So the sisters, I was thinking they all, like, stayed no, in no. the pack. No, they, they, the older girls separated from the younger siblings. Oh, and they just were waiting for the sisters to come back. back. The girl's oh. like, oh, I'm going to come back and grab with our shit. And then we're going to oh. go. Were they, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> the distress on your face <laughs> is a lot. Like, I mean, because I, I know really vaguely of this story and I should know more. Yeah. But I didn't know the specifics and I didn't know that they sort of, right. But why would you leave your four-year-old sister just chilling on the dunes? Because, like, it's 70s and 60s and, like, like you just got to leave kids outside. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, Bye. True. Fend for yourself. Oy. I don't like that at all. Um, And it's... Like, just how scared would you be as, like, an 11-year-old, 9-year-old mm. being like, I don't know where my sister is. Mm. And and because it's like, do you really know to get back to the train station? Or if you do, do you get on the train and then get home and go, hey, mum, we don't know and where our sister is. And their mum was in hospital at the time. Oh, fuck. Which is bad. So, like, oh, he sorry. walks... So they all walk back to the train station. Yeah. And... They get home and they tell Christine's grandmother that the girls are missing. Mm, wait, what? The kids do? Yeah. Oh. So, like, they call in into the police and, Ooh. like, but, like, can you imagine the police reaction at that time? Because, like, in the 60s, oh God, they would have been yeah. like, oh, they ran away. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, it's chill, whatever. Yeah. I think they would be concerned and especially mm. – and I wonder, like, what the police reaction would be because they were immigrant to, like, because mm. cause Marianne was an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's obviously, like, a lot of racism. Oh, God, yeah. In Australia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the no white. Um, the, oh, sorry, the white only sort of The white Australia policy. White Australia policy. Which ended, and that's why they brought in so many immigrants. Mm. Because that had ended and they didn't want to seem racist. <laughs> but yeah. there were still subtle undertones of, like, racism. Oh, God, yeah. Um. But I mean, even just kids playing around yeah. and going to the cops, you know, they'd be like, well, you know, they haven't been missing for that long. It's not like they've been missing for 48 hours or something. Yeah. So, like, why? It's like, kind of, they must have been like, meh. Yeah. You know, or they might have searched. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I'm making complete assumptions. You stuff out police department. I'm very sorry. Um, so, on June 12th, mm. so the day after the bodies are discovered by this guy who's walking around with his nephews in the sand dunes and he thought he thinks he sees like a mannequin 
and like why is there mannequins? There's never a mannequin. It's always a body. It is <laughs> always a body. Why would someone bring a mannequin to? It makes yeah. no sense for it to be a mannequin. No, but I guess like that's where your mind goes because it's like must be a mannequin. It's like I can't be seeing when I'm really seeing. <laughs> yeah, just like nope. It's a hard nope. Yeah, it's your brain going no, I can't compute no. that as a person. So he's like, he's like one body out of the, like coming out of the sand with his nephews. Fucking with his nephews mm. like, traumatizing us up mm. like <laughs> I can't maybe that's why he was like yeah it's just a mannequin yeah, look a mannequin. away okay bye <laughs> and then he calls like the he calls the police and they dig up the sand and they find marion marianne's body and marianne's body has been her throat has been slashed so deep that her head is decapitated is always decapitated oh my god like you could see the spinal cord like yeah she- Oh. <laughs> why did you go that bad far well, I, I always have to visualize things to like <laughs> get the full picture <laughs> so gross wait 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 wait. okay so i have to clarify something so we're seeing a mannequin yeah in the sand dunes but he sees like her hand oh okay and her, like arm right he doesn't like see like her but wouldn't the arm and that be bloody and shit no, and sand it, around it because it's windy so it's like all the winds right. kind of come in and like taken over like gone Right, right, right. I don't think they were buried very deep. I think it was like very like, it's, it's very windy. Yeah. So her, he sees a hand and then like her, she's like almost decapitated, which is like overkill and disgusting. Mm. And then she's stabbed like several times, mm. which is nuts. Crab guy was carrying a knife. Yeah, <laughs> crab guy. <laughs> We've like renamed him crab guy. <laughs> um, okay. And then they find... And um, near Marianne's body, her head is actually really close to Christine's foot. So they find Christine. Oh, my God. And they, like, uncover her. And she's been um, – she has, like, several skull fractures. So she's obviously been hit with, like, a blunt object. But she's also been stabbed. But not throat slit. No. Wow. Yeah. This is the worst part. Yeah. This is absolutely the worst part. Okay. I'm really sorry. I, I really have never heard any of this. Oh I'm God. such it's a horrible, like, like, true crime fan. No, because this is such a random case and it's so hard and so distressing and it's a lot to deal with. But mm. so they find a 34 meter drag mark when he, mm. where they've dragged Christine's body back. So, or Marianne's body. I think one of them, oh, Marianne's body. So they've killed Christine first. And then other Marianne's been trying to run away and he's someone's grabbed her and dragged her back. Ew. Or she died and they dragged her so they could be found together. That seems like such a large amount of effort to go to. And like, like so you would imagine that maybe thirty four meters is a fair distance and it's, we, you would yeah. go like, oh, fourteen year old, maybe not such a heavy body, but still like you would have to assume then that they were obviously in a place where they felt that they had a lot of time on their hands, that there was no one else around. Well, because the beach was closed. Yeah. There wouldn't be a lot of people around. Yeah, of course. It was kind of overcast that day, so there's not a lot of people at the beach. Because, mm. like, Cronulla, you can pick when it's, like, a beach day because, every. like, every time it's, like, a little bit sunny, people are like, yep, out. But the Done. minute it's, like, overcast, no one. It's dead. Yeah. Um, and, they, like, there's not the same population density, mm. density as there yeah. is now. Yeah, of course. Um. And because of the wind and because of the ocean, mm. the sound wouldn't have travelled. Mm. So those girls could have screamed and no one would have heard them. Because mm. the Wanda Surf Club is only like a couple metres away. Yeah, yeah. So they like, they find the girls have been cut 
and their clothes have been cut off and they've both been sexually assaulted. Oh. Which is just, why? Why do that to someone? But, and you think, would this be one person or would this be two? Well, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, mm. for them to be where they were found and also, like, for one, for both of them to be killed, unless mm. it, like, happens, I don't know. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how this would happen. So the police thought the murder weapon would be a long knife or a blunt instrument mm-hmm. or, or both. Yeah. Um, they sift through the sand and they find like the tip of like a bloody knife blade. Mm, the tip? Yeah. So like the tip has come off from... <coughs> Sorry, I'm so horrible. I'm so sick. <coughs> <laughs> Sam's sick and she still managed to do this podcast. I'm very proud of her. Yay. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, they like... They find like this like tip of a bloody knife blade, which is like. So he'd stabbed them. I, I and yeah. here I go. I just assumed it was a guy. Ooh, yeah. sexism for you. Um, but like, one. so he'd or she had stabbed them that much that the tip had come off. Come off. Yeah. Oh, which is awful. That's awful. All of it is awful. Mm. So they do an autopsy on the bodies, and they find a few things that are kind of interesting. Christine had. A blood alcohol level of 0.015. So that's about like a beer. Yeah, right. It was like all like a glass of wine, but mm-hmm. probably more likely a beer. Mm. So she had alcohol in her system, but also she had different food in her system to mm. Marianne. Mm. So that kind of goes into play where like they split up mm. yeah, yeah. at one point. So I guess the theory is that Christine met somebody and then that's why they walked into the sand dunes. Mm, they were like yeah come meet me over here you know like yeah like how many times were you young and just be like oh you're a stranger and you're buying me a drink sure sure yeah Yeah. and it's kind of like oh rebellious i shouldn't be doing this so that's all the more reason to do this thing yeah and like so many people like i just still can't get over though they've got like four-year-old 11-year-old like siblings in tow yeah and then but that's what you used to do when you were like trying to get yeah. in with someone when you're a kid oh, just such a different consciousness level than like people of like the 70s and 60s well like i used to take my little brother to mm. go meet like my boyfriend yeah. do you never do that am i a piece of shit <laughs> no you're not a piece of shit no my younger brother is like 13 only just turned 13 yeah. and i'm like 26 so i'm like oh Levi's only just turned little baby 16 yeah right and i'm 20s how old am I? I mean, I, look, <laughs> this is probably what my older brother and my older sister would do because they're older than me. So yeah. I would have been the little shithead kid that they towed around. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. Because your mom's Just like, leave me in places. You and, know, when your mom's like, take your, take your brother. And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, I was that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to take that person with me. <laughs> leave me alone. Anyway, so they like, they find like alcohol in the system and different food, mm. but then they also find semen near the body. Ooh. Like near the body? Do they find it in on the body or around on their bodies? On their body, yeah. On their bodies. So the thing is, in they make this big thing about it in every special that you watch that both the girls' hymens were still intact. Oh, Meaning they I couldn't. I feel like that science is just bullshit. Yeah, I think so too. Because I looked it up, and like your hymen isn't like everyone kind of imagines it's being like this seal. Yeah, like right, it's like. <laughs> like I like a ribbon. I can't, <laughs> can't, like that. I think it's hey. like a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm going to rip it off. Um, and, but it's not like that at all. It's like it's like a like a thing. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. It's like a 
a skin, not skin, yeah, like muscle thing that like yeah, like tissue or something. Maybe it's like. tissue, and it's it's yeah. around your vagina, not around your vagina. I don't know how to describe you. Kind Gosh, of. like we have one, and maybe at one point we had we had one where that was intact, or maybe it still is or not. Yeah, but it doesn't just because like your hymen is intact doesn't mean you necessarily no, yeah, didn't have intercourse. Yeah. Um. So, and I don't know if they like had the sophistication to like even have like rape mm. kits or like figure out whether these girls had been raped, mm. which is like fucking awful. But also then like the world is like, oh, their hymens were intact. And it's like, mm. oh, so gross. Like mm-hmm. just like ugh, mm. awful. So, so awful. Um, I just like, it, it's got to be like some 1970s bullshit. Yeah. I don't think it like, it is a thing. Yeah. Um. Also, it's like a bit shitty because you couldn't draw parallels between future crimes if there was some sick, twisted individual that did this. Yeah. And then later on, he committed something that was similar, but it was like he just changed his MO. He didn't happen to slash their throat or he didn't do whatever. Yeah. And raped these victims. And it's like, well, maybe there's no link there because these girls weren't raped because their hymen was intact. Yeah. So and it's like, like, and maybe he had a micro penis. Yeah, that's true. We had a micro penis. Golden State Killer. Yep. Yeah. Micro penis. <laughs> so small. It's like the best thing about that case. There's no good thing about that case, but the yeah. fact that you had a micro penis makes me so happy. And it's on every single police report yeah. out there. And they've got like pictures of his genitalia, which they show yes. the victims and they like identified him from that, which is <sighs> nuts. So great. The most humiliating thing. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good. I hope you do have a micro penis. Um, not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. Like, it's totally fine to yeah. have one. But, like, maybe he did have a small penis and that's, like, maybe mm. he didn't penetrate. Or maybe he wasn't necessarily rough, but I don't know how yeah. that even works. Or I don't even know how to mm. get into that. Okay. A question as well. Like, were the, did the victims have any, like, ligature marks or anything like that? Like, they'd been bound? No. Right. So that's what's weird as well. So they've obviously been stabbed. And then, and then someone's obviously tried to run away. Yeah. So I don't know if there was like tampering with the body after they had been right. stabbed, which just sounds awful. Can they tell with drag marks if the person was alive or if they were dead? No, I think it's just like okay. it's just yeah. drag marks. Drag marks, right. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was one witness, mm. but he didn't see anyone get killed. He just saw the two girls walking along the beach. A local fireman had seen, was coming like, was at the Wonder Beach Surf Club or something like that. Mm. And he could see the girls from where he was standing and they looked like they were like kept looking over their shoulder like they were trying to get away from someone, mm. um, which is awful. <laughs> um, so like like they were being followed mm. and like it's not that kind of coincides with Wolfgang's story of seeing that crabbing guy like kind of harassing them yeah. a little bit. Do they ever find out who the crab guy was? No, and he, no one's ever been identified, um, oh. but there's some reasons for that. Which I will get into. Yeah. So in this cold case, it was the biggest cold case at the time, and they interviewed 7,000 people. Shit. Yeah. Which is massive. So they closed the beach like they would do normally now, mm-hmm. and they uh, interviewed 7,000 people. So they had a few samples of like DNA. Mm. So they had the blood off the tip of the knife, and mm. they had a, uh, um, the semen sample mm. on th- off. When, like, DNA was kind of developing in the 90s. Uh, 86, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They found that, like, they could only get only, because it was only a small amount of DNA, they could only find out that it was definitely a man mm. who did it, which is, like, 
mm, cool. or like what blood type they were yeah. or something. They could only mm. like find out the smallest like information about who it was. Mm. So that that would have been like crucial to the case. Mm. So the police say that no one came forward because Wanda Beach at the time and that area was like oh, highly populated by immigrants. So people mm. who would come like probably a lot of like people who'd come off like living in Spain and Italy and Germany. So they come from fascist regimes and this used to keeping to themselves mm. or didn't speak English. And then there's also quite a high crime rate in that area. Mm. So they wonder if there was like um, a lot of gangs and no one came forward with information, but every like someone must have known who mm. had done this to these girls. Fucking horrible. It's so horrible. I'm awful. So horrible. So they 14. Fuck, that's so young. So young. They would have had like, just... and every like one of their schoolmates that you see on like a special was like, they were just nice girls, but I'm sure they had like, I'm sure they had this interest in boys. Yeah, and, of course. You know, you're just yeah. young and you want to be like, you want yeah. to make out. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to do and make yeah. out. Yeah. And you wouldn't think for one moment that I'm going to start off the day going to the beach and just meeting this person, having a beer, and then ending up the fucking way they did. Like, no, there's no way. And there's no way they could have known no. that either. And there was no, like, don't talk to strangers back then. No. It no. was just kind of like, whatever, mm. you do you. Um, mm. So there was, like, one guy who was, like, fought to be the killer. And mm. this is really interesting. His mm. name's Alan Bassett. And he was jailed for another murder of um, Caroline Orpin, Orpin. Um, and he, which was like the in 1964. So he was. Oh he, shit! So the year before, year, or after, year after. Okay. He was um, sentenced to life in prison for the murder of this girl. Mm. But he painted. He used to paint landscape photo, like landscape pictures. Oh which no! Which is like creepy. That's yeah. like some science little lamb shit. Like don't yeah, do that. No. And he painted a landscape picture of the crime scene at Wonder Beach. Ooh. And the detective, the lead detective at the time convinced himself that it must have been this guy because there was mm. stuff in that painting that only the killer would know. Mm, like it wasn't sort of released in the papers or something. Yeah. Mm. But people speculate that the detective might have given him, in, directly given him that information. Um, and yeah. that's why he painted it that way. Yeah. yeah. So there's no like physical evidence to link mm. that guy to the crime scene but also he how was this um was it caroline was that her name yeah how was she killed was so same name? thing she was a sex worker i believe and then she was strangled and um stabbed stabbed well Ooh. not strangled multiple stabbed. times yeah stabbed multiple times mm. so that's kind of like fair enough like yeah there's like some mo stuff mm. there but maybe it's not the full mo because in australia we have like please don't give us like the full information and like mm. we have a bit of a gag order, like we don't hear information until after the fact. Mm. So that because then it would influence a jury, and then like mm -hmm. they couldn't get a fair trial. Mm. So they believe like it could have been him, but there's two other murders that are linked to this case. So there's one called uh, one woman called Wilhelmina Kruger, and she was killed in Wollongong. Mm. So the distance between Cronulla and Wollongong is like an hour in the car yeah. now. But the train would have been accessible there at the time. And yeah. Wollongong was, like, huge immigrant population. So the same thing kind of happened there where, like, no one wants to talk about mm. anyone's shit. Um, and Wilhelmina was a sex worker and she was – she had been stabbed multiple times and then um, a local butcher 
on his way to work, he found her dead. Oh, which is what are the odds? Yep, butcher. Ugh. Mm. And like, just like in this, like on Wikipedia, they they said he was a casual butcher. <laughs> 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 made me laugh really hard. I'm sure he had a really tough life, but oh god, just casual butcher. You know, just they don't do it full time. Like I, I'm trying to be a, a jazz musician or something, and I'm just yeah, he's trying out butchering. Yeah. Yeah. How do you? Don't <laughs> know. That's even a thing that someone does. Yeah, I don't think you do that on the side. No. Um, and then there was <laughs> just so random. <laughs> so random. <laughs> um, okay, and then another murderer, another victim was Anna Toyskogia. Anna? Toyskogia. Yep. How do you say it? Toyskogia. Toyskogia. I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. I'm so sorry. Her body was found... Um, on the side of the road in Menai. Oh, shit. Yeah, by a truck driver. So, sh- same thing. She'd been stabbed. Stabbed? And strangled? Not strangled, but okay. they had been, like, sexually assaulted. Mm. But here's my theory the is that, like, their hymens would not have been intact because of their line of work, obviously. Mm. Um, well, not obviously. But well, like, yeah. I mean, oh, that whole thing is hokey anyway. Yeah. About the... Yeah, it's just stupid. Mm. But these girls, like, and then, so, like, they're found on the side of the road, but it's, like, Menai and Wollongong mm. and Cronulla are kind of, like, in the Southern Shire. Mm. And then Wollongong's, like, its own thing. Mm. But that's, like, all so close and too close for comfort almost. Mm. So other, like, someone was on this, like, weird spree and then, like, they were mm. living in the Shire. Because it seems very obvious to me that they would have known the area. Mm. Or whatever, but... um. Anna had actually been working in King's Cross. Mm. So Menai to King's Cross is about a, now it's like a 40, 50 minute drive. Mm. Like, um, but like, I don't know, like, I guess people would have cars those days. It wouldn't be a big deal yeah, to drive. Like what roads and bridges and but stuff would have been what would make there? her end up in Menai if she's working in King's Cross? Yeah. Because like you could, surely if you were a sex worker. So like maybe you sort of like assuming that this person lived locally yeah. in the Shire and has maybe met her in King's Cross and driven her back yeah. to his house, his locale. Mm. Which is like, you have to be offered quite a lot of money to go out to the Shire yeah. if you're casually working at King's Cross. Cause mm. you'd have to like, do, do we know where she lived? Like if she lived in yeah, King's she Cross? Yeah, like she lived in King's Cross. Oh shit. So it is a bit odd for her to be in like Menai. Men it doesn't make any sense for her to be in Menai. Mm. Um, so in 2014, the semen sample that they had taken from the bodies had been lost. Fuck off. <laughs> you're so mad. I'm mad too. It's so stupid. How do you lose that shit? If you're like, oh, this is one of our like biggest unsolved murders. Let's not just keep it under lock and key. Like, Let's like keep it safe. It- Maybe it was a fucking cop. <laughs> Going back to like New South Wales crap. No, I'm just kidding. I, I have well, like, no assumptions. I, I, like, I mean, it could have been. That just cop did write that surf song. How do you lose that? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, so. I'm like getting angry at you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I have been here. like, I've done it. I didn't do anything. I'm not in charge. So like they lost that semen sample, which would have like contained very important DNA to put, um, to put the guy away. And it would have sold that crime. And like, obviously the family would have been amazed. Like closure as well. Oh my God. Just after all that time. So kind of like some fucked up shit the police did. Mm. That like. 
they took the kids back to the crime scene and they actually oh, showed no, them crime they, scene. Yeah. They showed them photos. They showed them crime scene photos. No. Which traumatizing. So is there like interviews with the kids yeah, and talking they, about this experience? Yeah, there is. There's oh. heaps of them online. And like um, Wolfgang, who is her, um, Marianne's brother, has been very like forthcoming with all mm. his like trauma about it. And it's so fucking sad and mm. it's just awful and it makes me really depressed but then he he, the last thing about this case is he released a statement saying that he thinks the crime scene photo should be released to the public why so it could spark some interest back into the case oh okay yeah fair enough and but like the but obviously the police can't do that because it's like a public safety Mm. thing Mm -hmm. like we can't be like the public can't be exposed to like crime scene photos like that but he thinks that if because what well, he saw them when he was nine, oh. which is fucking, who does that? Like the worst thing I saw when I was nine, it's like, I don't know. I don't I fucking don't even know. No, like the weird sex scene in Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show, I think. With like That's so confusing for a nine-year-old. It's confusing for an adult. I'm so confused. I know, but, but I like, still love it. Me too. But it was very messed up. But yeah. Oh, David Bowie's like, crutch. Oh, oh, my God. That was my sexual awakening. That's everyone's like, sexual awakening. David Bowie. You were like, oh, my God. Socks down there. <laughs> no way. No, I can't yeah. go into David Bowie's penis no, right no. now, but I'm sure it wasn't as big as he thinks it was in Labyrinth. Oh that almighty mullet was just <sighs> divine. <laughs> you know, power of voodoo, who do you do? <laughs> I say that all the time and no one ever gets that quote. <laughs> oh, um, God, yeah. So her younger brother thinks, like, the photos should be released to the public, but mm. the public aren't, like, the police obviously aren't going to release those photos. Um, he was It was completely unsolved and no one has. But, like, also, why did it take you until 2014 to attempt to test? Like, why because the fuck they, didn't they test it? Because that's t- how much backlog there is for, like, cold cases. Oh, but still, like as soon as that sort of technology became available, wouldn't you just be going through like, yeah, well, some of your biggest ones? They only reopened the case in 2002 again. Uh, so the case is ongoing and um, still remains open to this day. But they So no- they don't have anything else? They don't like have any other blood or semen or hair? They have or, like, like the smallest nothing. bit of blood, which they tested, and they yeah. can only find out that it was male's blood. Yeah. Because like, the amount of it is quite small. Ugh. But yeah, that's it. And then they have no leads and they have no, mm. like, yeah. God. Um, Yeah, and it's just crazy because, like, it's obviously so sad and it's, it's pretty mm. sad when two girls die and they, it's for their time and it's awful. Mm. But And so horrifically too. It wasn't just. No. Nah. Oh and it's so bad. But I just feel like it should be solvable because there's obviously evidence. There's got to. Mm. There's got to be something. And there's got to be someone who knows something out there who goes, yep, I know. Yeah. Or it's probably going to be someone on their deathbed. Oh, well, someone did confess forth. on their what? deathbed that they killed Yeah, so and this other guy, I think, I've not written his name down, um, confessed on his deathbed mm. that he had killed the Wonder Beach girls. Mm. But they cannot prove that he was there in that place at that time. When? Christopher Wilder. Christopher Wilder. Wilder. Yes, he was also a, he was a convicted rapist. Oy. But like, and you see the photo of him. He looks like Marilyn Manson. Oy. But like late Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Oh, not Marilyn Manson. 
<laughs> fuck, I'm so sorry, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Charles Manson. I was going to say, I'm like, okay, but <laughs> Marilyn Manson's kind of hot. I'm going with it. Yeah. No, Charles Manson. He looks like Charles, Charles Manson. Okay, he's, he's like, fucking creep. He's with, like the longest beard. And like Charles Manson, like, like 70 year old Charles Manson. Yeah, like or prison like, Charles okay, Manson. Like, like right. prison at heart and I was going to say pre prison. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah. yeah. And like, and there was no proof that he had done it. But like, if he mm. had done it and he confessed to it, then whoop de doo. Mm. It's just awful. Anyway, that is the Wonder Beach Murders. Yeah. Thank How you do so you feel? I, I feel You're sad. unresolved. I hate, yeah, I, don't, I hate cold cases so much. Like, mm, I think. But it's a big one. Yeah. You know, it it's a big one. Sort of... it, it's kind of like, it's. It'd be great to revisit this, though, and down the track interview some people who yeah like ellen bassett is still alive ellen bassett if you're out there Mm. the murderer get in touch we would love to speak to you (laughs) don't call (laughs) like just text maybe (laughs) even then yeah i don't know if you want to get in touch we have no website or no email address as of yet (laughs) we will make one yeah and a facebook page and an instagram and you guys can get in touch yeah this is going to be a really fun journey. We're yeah. so happy to have you guys along with us. We are clearly, we're not ready or prepared. <laughs> we just want to talk about murder into microphones. <laughs> and if there is anything that we get incorrect or something that you would like to clarify or sort of give us more details that we don't have, yeah, get in touch. Because we're not like humans. No. I mean, we are here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're species. <laughs> <laughs> we're not like... um not researchers yeah we both have arts degrees yeah so clearly not doing really well <laughs> Sad. and this is our creative outlet yeah so. like we just needed something to do we both yeah. work nine to five jobs and yeah. have basically no life depressed as fuck oh, because yeah. money because money <laughs> sydney's expensive it's so expensive expensive <laughs> girl yeah you can't leave your house in sydney about spending 20 dollars. oh god no yeah, if you do, just to leave. <laughs> if you have tips about how to like live in Sydney cheaply, please tell me. Yeah, like, and it's not like have seventeen roommates. You've been to someone's house and they're like, "Yeah, like I only paid fifty dollars a week." And you're like, "How?" And like forty <laughs> English backpackers come out of nowhere, yeah. and you're like, "That's why." <laughs> yeah, like, what other jobs are you doing on the side? Yeah, or you're like doing secret deals with the landlord. Yeah. <laughs> Secret deals. I don't know where that went. Secret deals. Secret deals. Secret deals. I'm going to knit you a jumper. I'm going to take $20 off the rent. Yeah, just 20. Just 20. (laughs) I can't think of bigger numbers than 20. God. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this is fun. Next week, we're going to hear Sam's Moira. Moira. Yeah. Talking about uh, Stacey Mitchell, a young girl who was uh, brutally killed at the age of 16 in WA. We're really like chill. It's really yeah. like, it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, that's so exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not going to research it. Here's yeah. the thing. I'm going to like, we're not going to research it. And next yeah. week I'm going to be like, ah, what the fuck? So we've got like a list of murders that we'll eventually go through. Yeah. And each of us sort of have an, like a designated murder that we'll be researching. And the other person's purposely not going to go out of the way to find out no, just anything gonna... about each other's so that we can get the full reaction experience. Yes, I'm learning, like eventually you're gonna know something because oh, yeah, like yeah. we have to Who do and stuff and um those big cases. I can't think of one right now. Ivan. Oh yeah, of course. Good old, old Ivy. Mate. <laughs> oh mate, I, there's a band called Ivan and the Backpackers. Oh, that's the one. 
it's just such poor taste but i'm sure they're great <laughs> oh my god which is yeah. that's the most australian thing yeah to like have something horrible make a lot of fun of it and we just take the piss out of anything no i mean there's no just, filter it's just no. like yep that's really fucked up <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah. we will post this episode and then a week later we'll post the next episode. Yeah. We have no plans. We don't know what we're doing. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>